You're listening to Highlands Business, a weekly business podcast where we gain insight from business leaders, a place to be understood, inspired, and get real sharing of triumphs and lessons learned. I'm Ken Wooten, a pastor and a businessman, and I'll be your host. My motto in life is if you're not the best, how do you become the best? And if you are the best, how do you get better? Enjoy this next episode, and if you find this content helpful, don't forget to share and subscribe. I like that hat, Jeff. I like that hat. Oh. <laughs> well done. Hey, Isaac. How you going, Jeff? Great to see you. Good to see you, mate. Uh, I, I, need a, I need a hat to cover my bald head. That's what I need. Yeah, I'm just like, like that thing. <laughs> Put on backwards, mate. Let's see. <laughs> Ken, Ken, you've never given me a hat, mate, so I'm pretty young. I haven't yet. Okay, I'll fix that up tomorrow. Oh, but... yeah. <laughs> Off and around. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, it's um it's so great yeah just to have everybody here again and and um thanks jeff for, for um, joining in tonight a little bit last minute um but thanks for making yourself available and just a big congratulations jeff for um uh getting the role of deputy mayor I see thanks, got, uh, yeah I see kylie's uh on here as well so um uh, tim's not hiding there somewhere kylie is he but um, a new counselor Oh, he'll be watching on. He's doing a great job too, Tim. Great job. Oh, good. Well. Yeah, good. It's good to hear. Keep him in line, um, Jeff, but um, show him the ropes. But um, uh, it's yeah, real honour to have you join us. And just to those those who are on the call, you're used to the format. We're going to go for half an hour tonight. And, um, Ken's going to be um, doing a Q&A with, uh, with Jeff. Uh, but um, uh, just before we get into that, a little bit of background why we do this has started just after the crisis, uh, coronavirus um, crisis hit, and as business people, we want to gather together. Uh, we want to learn from others. We want to uh, still have community in this time. Uh, uh, life is meant to be done together, not just on our own, and not business can be really isolating uh, um, at the best of times, let alone when we're in isolation. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just really great we can do this. And thanks again, Ken, for making the resources of Highlands available for this. And um, this isn't just for Highlands people. This is for Toowoomba business people have had people, uh, many people from all over the place join in and each week get encouragement. And, and uh, uh, you're really welcome to join the Highlands Business Net Facebook page. It's open to anybody. We've been putting up some of the recorded sessions. I think, Ken, we had a lot of great feedback over the last couple of sessions. Hey, we've put up some of those recordings. Yep. So if you missed out on some of those, make sure you get them. And as Ken has said, um, uh, we want to support people in business at this time. We want to travel together. Uh, we know it's tough. My business lost 100% of income. Um, mm. You know, I wouldn't, you wouldn't read about it. Um, like, seriously, I know what it's like to be tough, but we need to do this together. And um, uh, people like myself and others uh, are here to encourage you and um, to travel through this time together. And I'm sure we're going to come out the other side. Can see some positive signs emerging. I know um, certainly um, it's, it's pretty exciting to see that we're all talking about opening the economy up again. Which is a bit of a relief for those of us in business. But um, I won't say too much more tonight, but I'm going to hand over to Ken to ask questions. Remember, hey, Tim, welcome, councillor. Um, you've got Big Boss Deputy Mayor online tonight, so that's good. But uh, yeah, good on um, you, Tim. Good to see you, mate. You add, add in something, mate. If you think I've missed something, you add in, won't you? Chime in. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, uh, just remember on the chat, um, ask questions um, for Jeff, and, and we'll hopefully we'll be able to get around those. So thanks, Ken. Over to you, mate. Right. Thanks, Isaac. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, 
Jeff, give us a bit of background, mate. Why, you know, you're, account, you're a deputy mayor now, but you've run a business and you've been the president and chair of Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce. Mm. Give us a little bit of background of, of yeah. Jeff. Okay. Uh, how long have we got, Ken? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we often have a, have a catch-up and we, we talk, don't we, for a while and the time gets away and so I've got to be on point here this evening. Uh, but, yeah, look, I'm local government for eight years and been fortunate to chair the Environment and Community Committee, which is where Councillor McMahon is in now. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great portfolio because it does largely what Isaac was talking about before. It connects communities. And uh, I often talk about that part of council as, as being the welcoming committee to council and also the, 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 the tone setters or the barometers, I guess, for the region. You know, if the community environment are doing well, if there's good volunteer numbers, if there's good community events happening, that's always an indication that, that we live in a great place. And, mm -hmm. and I've been very proud of what we've achieved over the last eight years. You know, and obviously there's been many contributors to that. Um, our staff have been absolutely phenomenal, but the the community support for events, and not only that, the growth of events through arts and culture, and and I probably want to just touch on that briefly because that is one of the areas that's of of great concern right across the nation, and that's um, you know the lack of support for those that are in the arts and culture. Largely, you know, some of those have two or three jobs, and they're often in hospitality which is also yeah. out of action. So, you know, that's one of those areas that, that I think we, we, we tend to hibernate to, if you like, to get us out of difficult spots. And unfortunately, they've also been impacted by this. So I often talk about engineering solutions um, being uh, problem solvers, but I think in this case, we need creative solutions and, and these sorts of activities, the Zoom meetings, catching up with people, listening to ideas. You know, who would have thought we'd be doing this you know, eight weeks ago? You wouldn't, wouldn't Absolutely. even dream of it. So that's eight years in council. We do have a, a family business that's been going since 1901, our fifth generation now. And um, we're located right in the middle of the CBD of Toowoomba. The company is called Cracker Print and Paper. Um, and it's a, it, it, it started, as I say, way back in 1901. So we've been in the CBD for all that length of time. Um, so we've got a fair grasp of what's been happening in there over the years. Uh, and prior to council, I was the president of the, the Chamber of Commerce here for a few years as well. So from a business perspective, I guess, you know, I've been very fortunate to connect with a lot of people. And then through council, um, and my wife, Lisa, often says, you know, the greatest part of being involved in council is meeting so many terrific people, you know, volunteers right across our region. And Tim, I know that, that he's had some work in this place, space as well, outside of council, but you know, that's one thing that he and Kylie will particularly pick up on when this isolation uh, is lifted and, and we get out to these community events because you know, they're the ones that, that really roll their sleeves up and, and just, just make it a great place to live, learn, work and play. So, you know, that's, that's a bit of a snapshot, I guess. But um, now I'm, of course, in the role of the Chair of Finance and Business, which isn't completely foreign to me, um, being part of the, the business community and, and having our own business. But um, it, it hasn't largely been the most exciting part that people would want to get involved in. But I'm hopeful that I can bring a, a level of, um, let's say, excitement to it in some way, shape or form, because it covers off more areas than just, just spreadsheets and, 
and, and numbers, balance sheets and profit and loss. It's actually an area that covers our IT services, our customer service section, our people and organisation development, our workplace health and safety. Uh, so it covers off a, a really big area, but one of the large pieces of work that we're undertaking at the moment, and, and it's been not pushed to the side, it's actually been, in, been integrated in some of this COVID-19 response, and that's a service delivery review, which I often say is a nice way just to say, uh, as we all do in our business or in our home, and COVID-19 has given us a chance to do that largely, is to actually stop and take stock of what we're doing. Have we got the right numbers of people in the right place? Are we doing something that we don't need to do? Are there people that are doing it better? And other areas that we need to do more of. So that's that's largely around size, shape, and sustainability of an organisation, which you know businesses go through quite regularly and, and council with 1,800 staff. You know that's this is this is our opportunity to really. Um, change things and this is actually I've got to say this is probably one of the biggest change management uh, opportunities that businesses have seen ever across the world what we're going through at the moment and um, so and I know it's tough it's really tough uh, for a lot of people you know Isaac no zero income for this length of time and, and he's not alone um, so we need to try and, and get some get some positivity out of this and one story that i heard today which shows that there are some green shoots is is around and i won't mention the name of the car sales place but a car sales a place in town here that, that had a record number of sales on saturday for new cars uh, that they've never seen in 21 years wow. record numbers of sales of brand new cars um, yeah. that was on saturday and that was followed up again yesterday on tuesday and then their service department has been run off their feet since um, since Tuesday, since yesterday. So, you know, I, I think there's positivity around when when the government start to talk about this easing, and we see, you know, in Toowoomba, in our region, the Darling Downs region for health, 26 days without a case, a positive case of COVID. So, you know, those those things engender positivity. So, you know, I know this is this is tough. It's really tough for a lot of people. Um, but when we see and hear stories like that, which I would say, I, I was blown away by the car sales, really was, because I had a report yesterday that suggested that 48%, there's been a drop in 48% of new car sales in April across the nation, 48%. Um, yeah. So to hear that in the first week of May uh, makes me just think that, you know, there's some positive shoots here and, and maybe it's a, a fact that, that uh, you know, people have, um, planned a holiday or a big trip away and they've decided, well, we're not going on that holiday. We're nearly due for a new car. Let's get a car. So there could be that happening as well. Um, so, you know, I, but I, I think that's, that's positive. The other great news story of this is doing what we're doing here, but also the adaptation of places, you know, what they're doing, the, 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 the new takeaway places that weren't takeaway places, you yeah. know, the delivery services that had never thought of doing that. And it's changing business models. It really is. And and some, I, I don't know that they'll return to where they were before a lot of them, yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, you know, I think there's there's some really good learnings. And the number one learning for me, and it's been great here at home, is to actually spend a bit of time with family. You know, that's, um, you know, we, we talk about family week and it, it's it's been great and we should keep um, reminding ourselves of the importance of family and coming to the table and, eating together well you know some families have probably had enough of that now uh, to be honest but but I, I do think that that's been a reality check for a lot of people yeah. they've actually said wow you know we can 
you know, friends of mine who, who you know, that had difficulty getting together to have a meal, always wanted to, but had difficulty doing it. Now they're doing it, you know, yeah, and, and I just hope some of these things that have been forced upon us almost become the new normal, you know, and that, that'll be the challenge for us with, with such fast paced, you know, there's this drive, there's this, you know, we need to do things, uh, there's immediacy about what we do and, and we're always, you know, about, you know, probably self-possessed, I guess, to a certain degree. Well, this is this has opened up our eyes, taken away the blinkers and said, you know, as Isaac said earlier on, there's there's a lot more to it than that. You know, it's about community and, um, yeah, so I don't know if that's answered your question, Ken. It was what, quite that's a while ago. <laughs> so, Jeff, Cracker Print's been in business since 1901, you said. So it's been through the Great Depression. It's been through the mm. recessions. It's been through the 1988 recession. Uh, as a family business, and then it's been through the 2008 financial crisis. Mm. In a printing industry, it's probably moved from letterpress through to now digital. Mm. It's seen a lot of change over those years. What, you know, the business has survived through those periods. What do you think some of the keys to that's been? Oh, look, I think, you know, largely it is around this adaptation as well. You know, we've, we've had to change. So what we're doing now in our workplace is far different to what we were doing even probably eight or nine years ago, far different, yeah. you know, our yeah. models change. The, the type of person that's in that industry has changed. You know, they're more, more creative people that are, that are going into that industry rather than the, for the use of the term, what it was, was a tradesperson, you know, yeah. working with metal type, melting lead, putting it in cast iron and making letters out of it. You know, that was a, a craftsman, if you like, type, and that's what it was, a trade. Now we're seeing a different trade altogether than what it was. So you're right, when you, when you actually stop and think about that, of, of the transition of that business through all of those, what were challenges at the time, um, it is right, you know, it's, it's, it's still the test of time. And I guess we're, we're in an industry uh, in the past where we were reporting things. We were, yeah. we were actually part of that communication uh, link for, that, for those things. So, um, you know, I think living within your means is a big thing as well, you know, not to overcapitalize. Uh, yeah. And we all you know, want to put these big five, 10, 15, 20 year plans in place of, of you know, maybe, be, maybe purchasing all businesses, putting them together, uh, having a big conglomerate, all those great ideas that come together. But when something like this hits, it's really hard to try and make that all work. So I think as a, as a, as a business, we've, we've been able to extend our customer base by having agencies around the state, which has worked well for us, and, and actually just working with groups, working with other established organisations, and, and making sure that we're not overcapitalising ourselves with what we're doing, uh, but, but keeping, keeping true to what we're about, and making sure that we have a culture within the workforce where, you know, we've got staff there that have been over 25, 30 years, and, and then we've got staff there that have been there for only two years. So having a, having a blend of that is important as well. Uh, you know, I think all of those ingredients there, but having an open mind as well, not being, not being you know, hard and fast and fixed on, on this is the path and we shall not move one way or the other is critically important. And, and COVID's probably brought that to the fore again. That's good. So if you look at that business and, and just talk, stay on business for a little while, um, you've got the competition from China, you've got, you know, printing now, digital printing around the world delivery into, uh, you know, via UPS at no, you know, no cost, really ridiculously yeah, yeah. cheap. 
How, how do you fit into that competitive market? What's your view on the comp the competitive market and how you've stayed alive in that market? Yeah, and, and I guess it, it really comes down to the fact that we're in a regional community. We are well known in the community. We have a reputation. Yeah. You know, we've been going for a long time, uh, but customer service still remains the number one yeah, thing. You know, if, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got a good product and you provide good customer service, um, then you're a long way uh, forward of being successful. And, and, uh, and our competitors are, you're right, they're, they're all over the place. And, and we changed our, our model and it's changing again, in fact, in some ways. Um, some would have been probably close to 15 years ago, we saw that there was a lot, lot more of the home uh, desktop printers, that people were you know, getting their papers, printing themselves and doing all that sort of thing. Um, but so we, we went into the market of specialty paper and, yeah. and what have you. So people could actually source the paper and we were the only place in Australia that had some of this paper. So it proved very popular at the time. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's about adapting, but I think yeah. customer service is still critical and it's really hard to gauge that from a, you know, an, against an online price-driven, um, mm. you know, it's very hard to be competitive on price alone. Yeah. You need to have yeah. those other strings to the bow. And, you know, sometimes that, that comes down to credibility, it comes down to relationships. It's, it's, uh, it's all of those things rolled into one. So it's probably not one element. You know, yeah. and, and that's it's a challenge every day. Can you know we we see advertising of of uh, really cheap products that, that we do at the best possible price we can, and um, and and we just can't be competitive on price. So we need to have a look at the other levers that we, that we can be competitive on. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's really good. Um, so Jeff, moving to council, and and obviously we saw the uh, if you're online, Jeff did a delivery of the first round of support for the community. And there was some commentary in that around a second round of support, which I probably hasn't been released yet. But how do you how do you see the the importance of council and uh, connecting and supporting the business community, particularly given that it's critical to council and and the future of Toowoomba? Um, yeah. How do you see that and and in your role in that of, of helping and couple of questions here. Are there any plans for council to support the business sector and things like mm. that? Yeah, look, and I think they're, they're all valid, valid questions. Can I just jump back one for just back to the other question yeah. briefly, because another thing that has developed over this time through our business is actually utilising those online markets as well. So we've, we've actually supplied to all around Australia, in fact, to, mm. to Canberra last Friday for a, a specialty product that, that we print, you know, a, a letterpress product. And it's only just gone on the market. And so we're using those online formats as well. So we're not close to the idea. We actually just need to leverage off it. So that's you, just to put that, put that one aside. Yeah, do you, do you use social media in that marketing, Jeff? How, yeah, has your marketing got, shifted? Yeah, social, social, meeting is, social media is definitely the driver for that. There's, yeah. there's no risk. And then you can, you can utilize those platforms as well. They already have their own media and marketing uh, platforms and, and how they do things things so you can tap into that and that's been you know that's that's probably a growth area for us for sure albeit a very low base but it, it is a growth area so you know and that's we we're pretty bespoke in regard to that because we have a, a letterpress machine and we can do really classy looking things and um yeah so it's great so that's just to put that one aside so it, there is options for you to actually leverage off this uh this online service as well um in regard to council and the community and, and 
you know, I'm not sure we, we, we actually live streamed the, the meeting around the, the special meeting for COVID-19 response. And, and the focus from councillors has really been around uh, relief package first and foremost. So that is, and, and the parameters we put to our executive management team were firstly not to duplicate state and federal grants or, or relief that was given. That, that was the first one. Let's not, let's not duplicate that. The second one was around reaching as many of our residents as we possibly could. So we reached 97% of our rateable properties. And the 3% we didn't reach were the commercial and industrial. And those areas will definitely become a focus for us in stage two of the COVID relief. But stage one was all about that relief measure. So, you know, the $125 rate rebate or credit, if you like, for council um, is paid on whether it's the current water rates or the next rates or anything owing to council. So it's $125 for that uh, residential, whether it's uh, rural or urban. So it covers all of our residential property. So that was uh, seen to be the fairest way. And, and that was around $8.7 million, um, which will go back into the economy, um, but it will also help those that are really struggling to, $125 doesn't seem a lot, but it is a lot when you're really struggling to put food on the table. So that was, that was one of the measures. And the beauty of that is we can do it immediately. So yeah. we're already seeing that take place. That was, that was you know, a, a really strong show of a compassionate lot of councillors to do that. Um, so then we, then we looked at um, uh, giving extension of water rates payment so you can still receive the discount up till the 23rd of June. Um, and interestingly enough, the water rates are tracking equal to the last round of water rates. So that the actual receipts or revenue is tracking the same. So people are still paying it, um, which, is, which is a good indicator that um, you know, this process is in place for them and they can do it. Um, when our general rates go out July, August, that will be the next test for us, you know, how that rolls out. But we had, so we had four um, relief packages, if you like, or stimulus packages that went out a little earlier. Two of those were around supporting local business. Uh, so our procurement policy um, currently sits that up to $15,000 um, quotes are asked for one local, and one other right. uh, business. So one local business, one other. And then up to 200,000 was two local and one other. So through the COVID response, it's now up to 200,000 all local. Right. Uh, where that product can be available. So some things just aren't available in the Toowoomba region. But where that's available, that they will be up to 200,000 will be local, which is a great initiative. And over 200,000 goes to tender. And within our tender documents, we also then have a local content that favours local business. Um, the other measure was to pay our invoices on invoice 14 days, unless that supplier has a shorter term. And then we, we obviously do that. So um, it's estimated that in April alone, um, just through that measure, we've put $4 million back into the local economy in a quicker rate. So the previous terms were 30 days, end of month. So if yeah. someone invoices on the first of one month, first of the month, they will not get paid for basically for 60 days. Yeah. Now under this regime, they get paid within 14 days yeah. or earlier if those terms. So it just makes it a lot better for food. Then we went through and added another 10 
these um, 10 little things that we had, and a lot of those were, were, were really around relief packages again, but some of those ones around business, which have been very popular, uh, were around food licenses. Yep. And food licenses, obviously cafes have been shut, um, some restaurants have been shut or they've converted to uh, takeaway. Um, food license, 50% off for, for this current financial year for their fee. And um, for personal appearance and, and uh, retail licenses, 50% off. Um, regulated parking is free parking at all council on-street and off-street parking uh, for May and the end of June till the 30th of June. So uh, time limits still apply there. And that, that's important to note. And they, they can be enforced, the time limits. Um, but it is free. So as we see these restrictions lifted, we're hopeful that, that folk will get, travel into the CBD. It certainly happened on Saturday, I can tell you. There were cars everywhere. So people are getting out and about. Um, so that means that they can go in and they can shop quickly and get in the car and leave, not worrying about having to get a ticket to go to the car or to pay anything. It's free for that period of time. So that's through the, to June 30. And I think that 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 was obviously been well received by not only the retail sector or the shop owners, but but also from the community. It means that they they now can go downtown and they can get a car park and shop and not worry about having to pay. Uh, time limits still apply, as I say. So um, the other little one is a community micro grant um, that we put out, which is up to $499. And, and that came from the existing budget that we have. And we had $46,000 in our community grants um, that was unspent for this financial year. So these will be expended before June 30. Um, they're up to $499 for uh, not-for-profit community groups. And, uh, and they can be applied for now. Um, so, and, and we really, well, my hope is that we expend that quickly and, and get that to work because there's a lot of community groups that have, just haven't been able to operate, haven't been able to get any income stream at all. And this time also gives them an opportunity to upskill their own staff, uh, perhaps to get blue cards, or even go towards buying a computer or whatever it might be that, that those organisations need that they haven't had a chance to do. So they're, they're smaller measures, but they're important measures and all up it's around about uh, $10.5 million. So it's not insignificant. The car parking alone was over half a million dollars, full gone. Um, so they're not insignificant, but the, the second stage, which we've started to discuss now, and Councillor McMahon's aware of this as well. So we're hopeful that over the next uh, next two or three weeks, there'll be an announcement around stage two and, and what that might look like. But there's, there's a few balls up in the air at the moment. and um, But we're, we're certainly very conscious that this next one will have a, a stimulus measure to it. So getting more people employed, getting them back to work, and that has a flow on into the economy. You know, as soon as you get people back into the workforce and they're spending money, at whatever they might, they might go to a cafe or I go and buy a new car, whatever it might be. So yep. all of those things uh, come into play. So that will be the clear focus for the, the stimulus or the, the COVID-19 stage two. And there could well be a, a stage three and, and who knows? And that's, that's the open mind that we've got. Uh, council is, is in a, in, in, we've, we've got two ratings from uh, Queensland Treasury Corporation, uh, a sound rating and a neutral outlook, um, which basically means we're in a position as a, as a regional council and, uh, and probably the envy of many councils, in fact, across the state, where we, we, we've got a cushion that we can actually work through this process. But um, it will affect, it, well, it may well affect our, our services that we provide, 
uh, down the track. But at the moment, we're, we're certainly on track to keep that sound and neutral outlook. And, uh, and we're hopeful we can maintain that together with our, our other long-term financial sustainability measures, which includes a, a small profit, what have you. But I would suggest to you that our next financial year will be a challenge, not only for council, but for our community. So we need to work together. And, and council is, the community has elected a very strong, empathetic, um, very, very community-minded council, uh, but certainly have their eye on, on the finances as well to make sure that, you know, we're not, we're not loading up future generations to come to, to keep paying this back. So um, all of those things at play, but, you know, the way that our community has reacted, helping each other, is just heartwarming. You know, it's just it's just phenomenal how what we've done, and you know, I, I just hope, and we are we're a community that just rallies when things happen. We just rally together, and uh, this is another clear example of that. So I do hope that you know some of these things will continue well into the future. It's great, mate. So um, in other in other times, there's been council's approach to business to try and build certain business areas in. Uh, with you know uh, incentives for businesses to come, obviously we've got Wellcamp Airport and the Wagners, and what they've done. And number is there any target markets do you see for the area that you want to see built, Jeff? And you know, is there any view towards that, and, and maybe fostering some incentives to businesses to come in, or incentives for local businesses to build? Yeah, it, good question, Ken. We we actually have well, we still got existing um, incentives for the CBD, and that's around. Uh, and it's targeted. It's targeted to accommodation. It's targeted to car parks. It's targeted to certain areas that we need those things to happen. So that that development will go ahead. We also have our township incentive policies as well. So that's our regional towns where we're encouraging business to to start start up in those areas, employ people. Because let's face it, a, a business that employs ten people in downtown Cecil Plains is like having you know, probably 100 people in the middle of Toowoomba. So yep. um, it has a big impact. There hasn't been a massive uptake of that. That's been going for a few years now. So I'm hopeful that, and council is, we're continuing that at the moment. So I'm hopeful it will continue that. But I think what we'll find, and, and this may well stem from the state government as well, uh, around just looking at, at way we can uh, look at infrastructure charges, perhaps um, the timing of those. There's, there's, there's a number of things that we can look at but we need to be acutely aware um, not to, as I said earlier, um, load up another generation or the next, mm. you know, the next 10 or 15 years trying to catch up. Um, so we've got to be really careful of that and make sure that we've, we've got growth and, and our, our, growth, our population growth is still around 1%. Interestingly enough, our employment growth was around 1.7%. So we were, we, were in, we were increasing growth of jobs faster than we were increasing growth of population. Now, the latest figures that have come through from, um, from ID Consulting, or a group that do work for council, suggests that um, there'll be a fall in local, go local government jobs in Toowoomba Regional Council of nearly 7,000 jobs in the June quarter of 2020. So those things we need to, as a council, be, be really aware of. And, uh, and that may mean that, that some of the services that we are providing um, may not be provided at the same level. You know, we may have to cut back on a few things to make sure that those people can actually, you know, survive and thrive and, and get back on track. So it's a real balancing act from, a, you know, that community responsibility, which is what we're there for at the end of the day, to making sure we have enough job growth to support 
more employment and, and actually pay for those services that people love to what we have, our beautiful parks and gardens and what have you. You know, we, we, we really need to have that. So growth's important, um, economic activity's important, but also livability is important. So it's those balancing acts that, that your local government needs to throw in the mix and make sure that we, we aren't falling down on, on one or the other or putting too much emphasis on one or the other. Yeah, that's great. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. I'm gonna hand back over to Isaac. Just uh, been a lot of comment around love our community and love what you're doing. Um, from Certainly from Highlands perspective, we really appreciate council and appreciate what you with support of frogs and red frogs and getting behind family week and different things that you're involved with. Mm. And uh, from a Highlands perspective, we've got a 50 metre covered pool coming up. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, uh, oh, hey. I'll hand over to Isaac. You want me to there, be there and swim the first lap for you? There yeah, you, you can, mate, <laughs> and, and cut the ribbon. It's been an absolute pleasure, Ken. Always good to catch up. and. Thanks for everyone for coming online. It's been fantastic. No doubt I'll get a critique tomorrow when I see Councillor McMahon and we'll, we'll work out where, I'll, where I can pick up on. So no, I do, do appreciate it. Ken will have a set of Highland Speedos for you, mate. Yellow ones. So, <laughs> cool. I'll agree if they're board shorts, Isaac. Yeah, you, frighten, you and Tony have it, mate. I can't frighten the public. No, no, board we don't want that either. But look, um, thanks everyone for coming on. Just a really quick thing is, um, uh, practically, if you're on JobKeeper, um, just know you've got to enrol. You've only got a very short amount of time to do that. And uh, or if you want to get onto JobKeeper or you get your staff onto that, um, and you do, if you've already enrolled, um, you do need to go in and sort of confirm your business entry um, on the tax portal. So there's heaps of information online on that, just a practical tip for those of us who are relying on some uh, government handouts to get through in this time. But, hey, thanks again, Jeff. Thanks, Ken. Thanks. Um, well, Lance, for hosting this. We'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, we'll do an announcement in the coming days on, on who's going to be joining us. But have a great week, everybody. And um, it's great that things are starting to open up again. We look forward to getting back on track. Our businesses to flourish in the next season. So thanks, yeah. everyone. Thanks. Thanks, 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 thanks Jeff. Thanks, 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 thanks. Thanks, Daniel. Cheers.